Yo. Hey. <clears throat> Whoa, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> that was a caveman coming out of meditation. <laughs> I had a puberty caveman. <laughs> How's okay, it going? So, uh, pretty good. I just had a, like, uh, I'm doing coaching with another person, but he's also coaching me. So you guys are and coaching so we, each other. Yeah, that's what I wanted to say. So basically, <laughs> uh, what is it called in English? Um, uh, I don't know if if you yeah accountability partner. Oh yeah, that's so the that's best. basically yeah. Is he also into meditation or what are you guys? What's yeah, the, it's pretty it's pretty funny. What's the um, exchange? Do you know Actualized the YouTube guy? You, the YouTube you've, you've uh, told me about him. Yeah, you've told yeah, the, yeah. the bald guy. Yes, the bald guy. Yeah, the, and, I don't, uh, I don't he, know his name. Leo. Leo. Okay. Um, he's Russian too. Oh, really? And um, he built this forum a few years ago, like two or three years ago. Okay. And um, I don't know what it was back then, but I talked about something and then this guy responded that I'm talking, his name is Jerry. He responded and we both thought we're like from the US or something or from whatever. Yeah. And um, it turned out when we changed Skype and we talked that he's from Germany. No way. <laughs> and then and then it turned out that one week before we like got to know each other on the forum, we actually met in real life in Cologne. And it no was way. like, uh, yeah, it was a meetup. It was a meetup and it was like something self-development uh, oriented. And we were during this meetup, there were like, Maybe six or seven groups like doing like some work in groups yeah we were in the same group and we talked about what we were doing to each that's other crazy. and then yeah wow yeah when they say the world is small that's exactly what you just defined it yeah that's crazy really that's really crazy and so yeah we definitely have a lot in common in terms of that um but he wants to do movies um, that's his vision and uh yeah i want to do whatever <laughs> i'm not sure yet but yeah. basically what i love too and um, yeah we're pushing each other to make that a career wait so his name is jerry but he lives yeah. in germany yeah, yeah. He... um is he german know. he's german yeah mm-hmm. like his his full name is geranius or something i don't know where that name comes from but short Jerry. <clears throat> That's really cool. What kind of movies does he want to do, though? Action, spiritual movies. Uh, so his vision <laughs> could be whatever. But his main vision is to um, spread love with his movies and like release anxiety, which is probably the same Porn. thing. But let me think if that's accurate. Yeah, yeah, pretty accurate, basically. <laughs> I don't I know the description. You spread love, decrease stress. Spread it. <laughs> Spreading it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. Where, where did I go with that? I don't know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, that's, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. I think one of my favorite classes in high school, I remember, was media class where we got like projects to, to make movies and stuff. I really enjoyed that a lot. Uh, yeah. I like gym, geography. And that porn. <laughs> yeah, and porn. <laughs> no, yeah. 
Did you, I don't know if, like, I talked to you about it. Did you ever, like, enjoy school? Like, I enjoy or... school. Hmm. For me, um, it's hard to say, like, I enjoyed school, like, isolated in, in terms of class and subjects because there was always this uh, social component to it. And especially during puberty and stuff like that, it was a very stressful time for me at school, which I didn't know back then. It was normal for me, but I guess I had some times where I enjoyed like doing sports or English was sometimes pretty cool. Sometimes I also loved the rush of doing mathematics and just trying to be faster than my neighbor mm. and thinking, oh yeah, and I remember in like 12th grade or something towards the end I had yep. philosophy and that's really where mind fucks started and that's when I noticed like I'm getting out of class and my head is just burning smoking mm. basically uh, just that's like I... asking questions inside or what I was going through texts and then noticing that everything the guy says says basically is like a it's just a loop he's he's um um like his how how do i say it the proof for what he's saying is like made up by himself so it's going he's biting his own tail basically so like he's returning to <clears throat> his own ideas of the subjects i guess or something yeah he's something like, like that like there's he's really, putting on his own twist on it yeah there's really no foundation to it but you're going through this whole process and this really complicated language and um yeah but during the first few hours i remember we had a different teacher later it was a female teacher but when we had the male teacher uh, re he really showed us some like um yeah how do i say it bizarre stuff basically something that really makes you think differently and that was the first time I noticed this uh, abstract sensation. And that was pretty cool. So that you finally realized that there is some point to it. There is some point to philosophy. But I, <laughs> no. never, I never enjoyed like reading Aristotle or like those no, no. philosophers. I, like, because even like a year ago, I got the book Meditations. I don't know if you know. It's like super popular. Meditations by, by yeah, uh, wait, Marcus wait, wait. Aurelius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I started reading it. It's a good. I don't hear you. Now I hear you. Yeah, I, I think my alarm went off. <clears throat> okay. Um, like it's still based on like so many thousand years ago, you know, and I found that just it's like reading a person's mind all the time, like reading those books. Mm. Well, it's not. It, it's relatable, but mm. not a lot of it is relatable because we live in a modern time. We live there's yeah. different choices that we need to make. Education is different, so we're like the obstacles are in a way the same, but a, very different. You know, mm. we're still pooping two thousand years later, but mm. we have toilets now, so it makes it mm. easier. <laughs> yeah. you know, there's just like so many different things. I actually did you read a lot of books like growing up? Not at all. Like I, I read one book voluntarily. It voluntarily, was <laughs> com com comedic thing. 
Yeah. Um, but still, I'm not a fan of reading books. I noticed that reading books is really powerful, uh, like in comparison to just listening to an audiobook. Um, but I can't get myself to do it. it. It feels like it takes up too much time and then that gives me anxiety. Yeah. I mean, it's so much, so much of it is repetitive too. Yeah. Like, there's so many books printed now that like, I know people say like reading books is good, but sometimes just going through your own experience is more valuable than, yeah, of than course. Just, just reading people's books all the time. I mean, there's something good about repetition if it comes to like, let's say one author or let's be more specific in spiritual terms, pointers and stuff like that. Um, I noticed that during, it, it was not a book, but Sadhguru's, uh, Sadhguru's um, in an engineering course that I did last year mm -hmm. uh, when it was free. He basically just uh, repeats many um, like, the foundations of maybe his work or whatever of his message, like being uh, responsible and what that means or what else was there. Yeah, yeah. That basically stuck because he always repeated it. So it's a good thing. I think Repet repetition, yeah. you know, I was wondering with Sadhguru's work, like so much, uh, so much of his videos and even the inner engineering is based on real them, I guess, realizing that it goes out to masses. So I wonder like, if there's like a group of people actually in the ashram that go a little bit further. So they're, they talk about a little bit more specific things. And, you know, it's like actual work instead of just this general information that they post like, of Sadhguru's even answering questions to like masses or yeah. how he would answer a question if it was like a small group of people that yeah. maybe like lived there and they like went through obstacles together and all that stuff like have I, you done the video engineer uh, the engineering in, course no i've never done it but i i kind of okay. realized that it's, it would probably be the same as like it goes deeper it goes i yeah. didn't expect it but it really goes pretty deep because it's, i watched a, it, a lot of youtube videos on sadhgurus like i listened to to a lot of yeah. them but, but it goes deeper than than those you're saying like I can give you one example that stuck with me when he like it's in the, during the beginning, it seems like all those YouTube videos and I was kind of full of it. I was motivated to do it, but then he got me with one thing when he talks about, it was a metaphor. So he talks, I think it was about how reality or existence is like what you perceive is coming into existence every moment and then it's destroying itself again. And then it pops up and destroys again. So it's basically like um, flickering or it's a frequency where we perceive. It's not fluent. Right. It's just coming up into existence and then disappearing again. And he says, we're not seeing it and we cannot prove it, but that does not mean that it's not true. Because if you have a... Uh, the, what are those fans on the wall called? Um, you know ceiling, I mean? ceiling fans? <laughs> ceiling fan, yeah. I don't know. If you, if you have a ceiling fan, he says, and you turn up the speed of it to infinity, it will spin so fast that you see a plate. Yeah. And if you look at it and you don't know it's a fan, you will say it's a plate. And you can even say, like, I can prove to you it's a plate because if I shoot at it, and the bullet returns back, like if it jumps back, then that's a, that's a, um, 
like proof that it's uh, not a fan, it's a um, plate. But right. he says, even this proof does not really prove that it's not a fan. It's, it, it is a fan. And there is like a distance between those, um, I don't know what you call them, like the things on a fan, those arms. Yeah, but that's like the idea of dimensions, right? Like different dimensions. And we're just, if we're talking about like life in a bigger bigger picture, not just us humans and this planet, mm -hmm. but like life as like all creations, like whatever we even don't know mm -hmm. that's out yeah. there. It's like we are capable of seeing what we're capable of seeing because we are a human. Like, you know, like mm -hmm. eagles and like some animals see and hear much further than us. Yeah. It's almost that way. Like there's so many things out there that we don't know, but yeah. that doesn't mean that they don't exist. Yeah, that's true. We just tend to think like, oh, we are the center of the universe. We are the center of creation. Yeah. As humans. Yeah, you also, if you go that way, you really don't know what reality is because I don't see what a bat can hear. Or if, if you have a snail and a snail only feels, is that like less re real than what we have just because it's just feeling? Like it's a whole yeah. other reality. Yeah, that's a good point. Like for people who, for example, can't, can't hear, they have other... Um, they have sight, they have taste, but they can't hear. Yeah. Is that limiting their reality? I guess in a way it is limiting their reality, yeah. right? But so would be ours because but there's what, much more. Yeah, but what if them, you know how some people say like it's very possible to, to like, I don't know, some people hear voices, but not in like a negative way, but they hear something subtle. So what if mm. people who can't hear they meditate and they develop those abilities to hear without like the ears without but, ears yeah but hearing something that would be crazy. i don't i don't know if that would be called hearing by definition but um It'd be like sensing of some sort could be yeah who knows but at the end of the day yogi's always said that that's not the most important thing like those developing certain abilities and all that stuff mm. at the end of the day it's not the goal it just enhances our survival in a way. So what is the goal then? There is no goal. <laughs> cool. we, have, we, have, we have, I think, it's like everyone has been asking that question, right? At some point. Or if they haven't, they'll probably at some point will ask that question. But I always like think that there is a, I don't think we'll know as long as we're like in the human body, we'll, we won't know like the full extent of the like, creation mm. it's almost like meditation when like yogis and like i honestly don't want to talk about something that i haven't experienced myself but when they according to books and like what Sadhguru is talking about too that at some point when you meditate and you completely let loose of your body i mean maybe sometimes when people travel like when we like when like you go outside of your body and you can travel, that's still mental traveling, right? So maybe you, you, by traveling like that outside your body, you can know more stuff, but you'll still, even without the body, you still won't know the full extent of why and how the life is even created. Like mm. we won't, we won't know until, 
yeah, it's like, and yeah, it's a crazy thing. Yeah. That's how I actually started like thinking about those ideas. Is I thought like, what would there be if nothing existed? When you were what six, that, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, what does what was that even? How does it even feel? Mm. And so, Sadhguru, do you want to hear my opinion on that? Uh, yeah, of course. Um, it's something that I got out of a trip. I don't know if I told you, but so for the podcast. Yeah. Um, when I had this uh, hash cookie. Like, oh, right. I don't know, 2014, that was the time. And I had no idea about spirituality. I didn't know what meditation was. So no background knowledge. And basically what happened is I took it with six other people or we ate it. It was nothing. We didn't want to drug ourselves. We just thought it would be fun. And for yeah. them it was, but for me it was straight like, um yeah just my mind was racing on a level that was like um like if you had a machine gun mm. like that speed but even faster like let's say 50 times faster it's hard so to you just have visions and thoughts and ideas just basically just crazy? yeah just thoughts but really it was not tripping or anything i didn't see anything like what you would say on what people say on psychedelics or something it was really logical clear high conscious thinking Mm. but um, unimaginable like i because i have experienced it i can say that it's really um far far away from like our usual thinking during the day um but yeah during the end it all came down to the realization that everything there is is equal to nothingness it was like uh, i realized that this was the last breath of my logical mind to pack something into a paradox because it is a paradox that everything is nothing at the same time it's not really comprehensible uh, on a logical level but it was like the last yeah. breath of my mind to display something in in like in, in words through a paradox which cannot be like comprehended by the logical mind yeah I think you can yeah but that's why it's that's why meditation is an actual experience you know, like it, it's almost like if we're taught to meditate from very early on, then mm. it'll meditation will be an experience and not just like, like just sitting down trying to meditate. It'll be meditation taught like from the beginning or if a person even now like at their like 30, 40, 50, like really focuses on that experience, like go to an ashram for like a year, I don't know. It'll be you'll probably achieve the same kind of even better results than, than that cookie that you ate. You know, that cookie, you ate it physically and it gave you a real like physical experience realizations, you know, mm. it wasn't you thinking, it just came towards you. Yeah. So I think like proper meditation practice actually does that. It just, for the most part for adults, it takes more time because we just developed so many ideas of how life should be, what, what it is. And like, we have, we've like, we've put concrete in our mind to like, and we have this rigid ideas of things. Yeah. You just said something really interesting in, to, in addition, like to what I explained when you said like meditation is, I don't know what you said, like an experience. 
um, yeah, actual experience. Actual like. experience. Like it's for me, it connected in in that sense that I went beyond the mind in that in that yeah. moment, and it like everything cleared up. Everything was clear to me. Um, but maybe that is the that is the ground. That is the yeah. That is like the mind is above that, and once you erase the mind, you get to this knowledge that is inherent for all of us. You yeah. know. So it's, it's so it is in a sense more us than what the mind says, and we can everyone could get to this point just when they calm their mind. Yeah, I I remember Sadhguru saying at some point that if like he realized how simple it is actually. Yeah, it's just being able to like sit. Yeah, it's and and yeah, like I remember a video of him. He was saying like this is it's so simple. It's nothing like art of like extraordinary. It's just being able to truly sit without having any strong opinions of anything. Mm. Yeah, I guess at the it end just of the takes day, so, so much time. Yeah, I guess it's about um, like exercising your sensitivity. You know, so that when you yeah. sit down, you're able to let go more. You relax the body, you relax the mind, you silence it deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. And then you get to those places. And then it is in the sense, it really is simple because you've learned to let go of all the additional stuff. Yeah. And it can happen to like people just in general, just through life experiences and without even meditating, I think it just takes a lot longer. It could take like, if we believe in reincarnation, it could technically take many lifetimes to go through experiences and then heartbreaks and like, mm. or like all sorts of experiences to mm. realize, to, to let go, mm. you know? Yeah. Whereas meditation, you sit there and like, you're already letting go just by sitting yeah. there and not, not moving, trying to just focus. Like you're, you're taking all those experiences and, and like running through them yeah. just by sitting there. It's, it's, I always say, I always think of meditation as that shortcut to that inevitable state that everyone is going to go through. Definitely, anyways. yeah. I see it the same way. Like it's such a, yeah. it speeds up the process. Like otherwise you would just ignore your emotions or thoughts or anything or the, yeah. the deep wisdom that you have inside of you. And this way you sit and you go to your core because you're just with yourself and you do nothing else. You just sit. It's the most simple thing. You're just being. Yeah. It's definitely a shortcut to that yeah. inevitable state. Yeah. That's cool. What else? What kind of... Um, how come you're not posting more uh, meditations like you were doing? The last one is in March 13th. <laughs> Who are you? The meditation police? Yeah, I am the meditation police. On March 13th? I like those long meditations. Are you mean yeah. the long ones? You, are yeah. you mean the That's posts, your... not in stories? No, not the stories. Ah, the posts. okay. So where I'm talking and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I could do it, but I don't. I enjoy the stories again. So I'm just doing, if I notice that one one way is not working for me anymore, then I do something else. And that was the phase I was in. So I recorded my thoughts a lot. Currently, I find myself like um, doing a lot of like guided body relaxation. It's really effective mm -hmm. for me at the moment because if... I notice I just do it like I'm in home office and then I just do like 15 minutes, for example, in between to reset myself. And it's super yeah. effective. Um, 
I talked to this one guy, he lives in London. He's an expert on like mental health. And he says that, um, I told him that I'm like doing uh, meditation and stuff like that. And he says, yeah, like sitting meditation is one thing, but like lying down and doing body scans and stuff like that is another thing. It's like saying, if you say you meditate, it's like saying, yeah, I'm doing sports. But which sport are you doing? If you do basketball, you have whole other um, skills than if you're swimming. And so he says that uh, if you if you sit, there is still a lot of uh, tension in the body to hold up the body and the back. It's not as uh, relaxed. The nervous system is still intact and stuff like that. You're staying awake pretty good and you can go into deep silence. But um, like doing those relaxation uh, methods where you're just lying down, relaxing the whole body and scanning through it is definitely um, better for calming the nervous system, which at the moment is just more of a priority for me. I think that's because like classical yoga always taught that there's um, a certain understanding of life. And then there's the asanas. So like working on your physical body, mm -hmm. then breath work, and then more sitting down, meditating practices. Mm -hmm. So like to me, there's only one, like we talk about meditation. There's only two things. Like you visualize something like how you want to be, like how you want to feel. Mm -hmm. So you're sitting there and visualizing yeah. And the other is you are trying to just let go and mm -hmm. just be. Yeah. That that's like the only two meditations. That so like every other thing is just a technique to develop a certain state so that we can create in life. So we are we feel free to create. We feel relaxed. We feel not anxious, not stressed, that kind of thing. So we can live and survive and and create things. Yeah. And the other is just all kinds of techniques like repeating mantras or like certain breath work to not, not necessarily breath work for like physical benefits, but just breath work to focus on the breath to, to let go of that of the mind. Mm. So I always, and then lying down, like that's Shivasana lying mm. down is, could be like just the easiest thing. Yeah. Although a lot of people just fall asleep in that because it's so relaxing and you're lying down. Yeah. But I think that's why that, friend of yours said that it there's um like your spine needs to be erect. like i thought that i needed to like when i was sitting down that i just needed to like overcome that pain and whatever pain i had mm -hmm. but that was just like it's more it became more of like a physical workout now i just like meditate whenever i'm just comfortable so my spine is erect mm -hmm. even if i lie down like you said like lying down and I try to go to a certain mind state, but it's all about like there's man classical yoga is has been around for thousands of years of years like they knew what they were talking about. We definitely need to work on our body mm. for us to sit like that cross legged we need to stretch and everything I didn't do any but of for that. most i, I yeah. could still sit just through sitting. I learned how to sit, yeah, I mean no that's great because I think still like. If you want to go deep, you need to keep your spine erect. Mm. I think there's like there's deeper reasons to it why not to lie down and to go into a deeper meditation. There's like I don't know some kind of physiological reasons that I'm like I'm not aware of them mm. right now. It just feels better to be like with the spine erect and sitting like that. It, it feels like there's more ability to be to stay attentive, I guess.
definitely like I'm, I'm of course my page is about meditation and it's uh, again always a thing about how you define meditation and stuff like that but for me it's I, i'm just trying to feel into is that meditation for me or not for example have you heard about tre like a trauma release exercise where you um just spread the legs to, to connect to the beginning of our talk and then um you you let them um how do i describe it um like you put your feet together lying down you put your feet together but you pull them towards okay. your your butt and then you have this like um shape your knees outside so, like basically like yeah, sitting so, cross not cross-legged but you know what i mean wait so you're lying down yeah yeah, okay. and then and the knees are the out. knees are out. Your feet are the soles of your feet are um, touching, touching together. together. And now you try to yeah. get your knees up slowly, so they so that at one point they touch each other. Okay, okay. and that you do slowly. Yeah. And when you arrive on the on the point where they touch, you go down again, and then you do it again. And it, after a while, you exhaust your pelvis through that, and then you get to this shaking sensation. And you mm -hmm. will find like a sweet spot where your knees really shake a lot. And that's where you release like, uh, where you can release trauma, which is held in the pelvis and in the legs. Because every animal is shaking after a stressful event, you know, they all do it. Yeah, that's interesting. And we as humans, we were conditioned to suppress that. And so mm -hmm. if you do that, you can also really release something. But I wouldn't, that was something which I wouldn't count into my meditation time because I'm moving my knees. I'm, uh, you know, it's, it doesn't, just doesn't feel right. So I'm trying to see what feels like meditation to me. And I noticed the other right, time right. <clears throat> that after those 50 minutes of, yeah, this guided meditation, I was slightly gone, which also happens often in meditation. So there's no disadvantage there. But I, I was so refreshed. My mind was so, um, so resetted in a kind of a way that I saw this very subtle thought that I have an idea about what reality is. Like just noticing that there is an idea about reality and how limiting that is. I wouldn't sense that otherwise. Mm -hmm. Like I have never sensed that in meditation, but I sensed it there. And so, um, yeah, it it also has its uh, value. Yeah, because it's it, it's the same as like any, I, I guess like any, some form of physical exercise can can create some kind of a mental shift, you know? Yeah. Because it's all, it's all connected. We're like one, one moving piece that it's like the body can, <clears throat> you can do something with your body which will help the yeah. mind and your realization. You can do something with the mind and you can just sit so there's like there's always those three aspects of like either some movement physical, some movement mental, some movement, some non-movement yeah. completely, just yeah. sitting, just being. I've never done that exercise. Mm, you mean the TRE? Uh, yeah, the TRE. Yeah, I can send you a video. It's like you have to do some um, some warm up to get the legs um, like yeah, just to um, what is it called to get them tired like sitting against the yeah. wall and stuff like that. That's, an, that's another thing. Getting tired is so beneficial mm. for us. Like getting physically tired, mentally tired, it just slows down the mind so, so mm. well. 
really helps. It helps me a lot. I think it helps a lot of people when they get like, you know how people really change their life when they consistently work out, consistently put their body through like physical things. Yeah, it happens really, for me, it happens rarely that I'm really exhausted. Um, rarely? rarely yeah. Like really exhausted. Like what did I have the other day? I don't know what I was doing, but I felt like a kid again after a whole day of swimming or something. You know? Yeah, I need to move a lot too to feel like yeah. exhausted. That's why I went on that bike journey across Canada. I really, really wanted, like one of the main reasons was I really wanted to get tired. So it took me like, 12 14 hours a day just completely biking and biking non-stop to feel that at the end of the day when, for like 30 days when did you do that um i've never told you like it was never five years ago never told five me. years ago yeah cool cool yeah it was from vancouver to halifax it was 6200 kilometers <laughs> i did it in, yeah did it in three 30 days crazy it's great Okay, so you had like... I thought I told you about uh, it. You had like... Wait. How many how many kilometers a day? 200? Oh, yeah, I had to be over 200. Oh yeah. my God. That's crazy. It was the best. Like I still... I, it was five years ago. I really wanted to plan something else, do something else like that. Or like even just not a 30-day thing like that, but just going on the weekend where it's very... Like there's a good hike. Mm about like three hours away from us mm. right now. It's like sort of in like this, it's not mountains, it's like, but the biggest hills in where we live. And it's an 80 kilometer loop. So it's a hike, like you like you, you walk and there's trees mm. and they show like the arrows where to go. Mm -hmm. So, and it's just like, you look at a map, you know where you're going, but you know that it's 80 kilometers. Mm. So you have to like, you can plan like do it in three days. Me and my brother did it in five days and those 80 kilometers mm. so i want to go again like some people just run those 80 kilometers in one wow. day they show up yeah they show up in the morning and like 7 a.m and they start walking and running it and they finish up like by just the evening time kind of stuff just crazy because some of that hike is like climbing rocks a little wow. bit and stuff and that's when that's when you get tired and that's what like the mind doesn't even want to think about like yourself yeah. someone else what people think about you like it, it's like it doesn't matter at yeah. all and that's when like you get that tired then you meditate that would be the best yeah i um recently had a talk with my at a therapeutic session because i had a really really stressful day at work and i got into this downward spiral about it really felt like i was pulled back into some traumatic experience from a few years ago like the way my mind was thinking and attracting negative thoughts and stuff like that. And then we thought about how to uh, get myself out of that. And um, I came up with the idea to do just ice cold bath, like uh, just get ice cubes and do it so cold that I don't have any capacity to think about that anymore. Of course, that's uh, not as easy to do. She told me about stuff like smell on some like uh, really spicy things or um, I don't know like different things you can do that just get you out of the mind. But I think that wouldn't be enough mm -hmm. for me when I'm in those states, uh, which happens uh, luckily re very rarely or rarely. Rarely, rarely yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I think an ice bath would also be a good way to get really fast there. Are you there?
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's a good time for the listener to notice the silence. Adnan? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about it. My wife called. Okay, I don't know. No How problem. Do I, I, told, I told the listeners to notice the silence right now. Perfect. This is why that's the benefits of meditation. Yeah. And the benefits of meditation podcast. You can leave and just say that was a, med- <laughs> that was a meditation. Just leave for days. Yeah. And you so, still have material for days. Perfect. Yeah. Sorry about it. I, how do I put no my problem. phone on like so that I don't get calls when I'm recording a podcast? You can probably... Do you have an iPhone? doesn't really matter, but you can turn off the, um, the, the normal like um, well, connection oh, for... But- Maybe. Just leave uh, wireless open and turn the rest off. Right. So basically flight I, mode with wireless. Right, right. I thought uh, the not disturb would work. Maybe there's levels. Yeah, not really because your, your phone is uh, like your display is probably on because of the anchor app. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Where do we stop? Oh, the ice bath. Yeah. So, yeah. Did, wait, did you do an ice bath, like a proper ice bath, the ice cubes and everything, and you went in? I, I did ice cubes, um, two bags, but uh, it it was not as cold as I wanted it to be. So you put just ice ice, uh, ice cubes, and then you no, ran... no, 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 with water. Yeah, but you put like cold water, right? Yeah, yeah. the coldest I could have. I I think it was summer, so it was a problem to get it really cold. Mm. It took two bags of ice. Were you inside? course like i was not just looking at it <laughs> uh, yeah, no yeah, i mean like yeah, in, yeah. at home yeah, yeah i was inside <laughs> yeah the, the new <laughs> ice bath water like, put ice cubes in there put some water and stare at it that's the meditation yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah that's what i would do probably in the first week just yeah. get in the habit of putting ice cubes in the bathtub <laughs> just just preparing mentally yeah imagining yourself to be in there visualizing myself in there yeah freezing um, my balls off yeah uh, no, but I prepared but I, I for it, it. So um, just with cold baths since two or three years or so, that was probably my first habit, even before meditating. <clears throat> mm. But um, yeah, at that point, I don't even know why. Uh, yeah, I, I did it because I took a really hot bath. Right. And uh, then I took a cold bath. And it's probably even easier to take it, the hot it is one easier. first. Yeah. yeah. Because... But after a while, after a while, um, like if you're in there, your body still gets cold. Yeah, and I started to shiver a lot and stuff like that. So it just takes some time, but yeah, yeah. Because in October we went to a wedding, uh, my wife's sister, and there was a it was by a lake. It was October, so like the temperatures were already low, and I felt the water. It was super cold. I went for a run. I went like for a ten kilometer run. I came back right from the run. I touched mm. the water. It was hot to me. It felt mm. like warm milk. Interesting. So the, my body was so hot after like running 10 kilometers that yeah the, like you can swim for like the first i don't know 20 seconds not feeling the cold and then yeah mm. like you said it gets to you yeah the body 
body temperature changes quickly. Yeah, I really noticed how the the layers that the body builds uh, like disappear, and then the the cold starts to get to your body and stuff like that. Um, so if yes. you don't move, it, it, it's staying pretty warm for a while. But if you just move once and the layer is gone, then hmm. cold touches your body. Um, but yeah. that really also brings you into a deep meditation. Well, for sure, I yeah. Notice. Yeah, I got to do it one of these days. I keep telling people that I want to do it. <laughs> yeah, I don't, have a, I don't have a bathtub here, unfortunately, in my apartment. I have one at my, or my parents have one. Mm. Um, so I go, probably, go there and do it, yeah. Yeah, yeah they're not far away, so I'll do that. Do you take we should cold document showers? that. We should. Yeah, yeah. I, I take hot showers and then I go to cold towards the end. Mm. And then I take a hot short one again. Like I'm switching three times in the end. Uh, mm. Yeah, I heard that's um, more effective than if you just take a cold shower because it's about the, the change of the temperature that really builds up immune system. Right. How's the COVID situation, the virus situation in your city? I don't really care. Don't care? <laughs> like today, today they said um, it's um, like you have to wear uh, like those protectors in front of your mouth. What are they called? Masks. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Masks. But you in... go on a train like you go to work or no? Like, no, that was just an uh, exception yesterday because I helped my brother to move. Okay. And so he's in another city and I went by train. But so, from today on, I would have to use a mask in the train or in the supermarket. Mm. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, people are walking around. It's all good. I enjoy home office. Um, and so... So it's pretty really like... Bother me. Nor it's normal-ish. People are like walking outside. They're not getting yeah. arrested. No, yeah. no, no. Okay. Why? Are they in Canada? No, it's pretty much the similar situation. I think in the news they overblow it or something. Like they showed like the worst cases in places, but mm. I, I don't watch the news. But yeah, I think mm. like the the more people I talk to, it's just kind of people are staying put. Maybe not like you can't travel as much and stuff, but in general, it's not like a big thing right now. Mm. Did you Did are you done working where you're working or what do you, you still? In, in that company that you were doing the cards and everything. Yeah, yeah I'm still working there. You're there? Is it online? Yeah, it's, yeah we're selling uh, online on Amazon and stuff like that. So we have our, um, what is it called? Oh, I meant like you, you work from home. Doing yeah, that, from right? home. Yeah. yeah. So no. there's no disturbance there. Like quite the opposite. We're selling even more stuff because we have quite a, um, quite a selection of products. And also, yeah. like, sanitary stuff, I think it's called. So, um, yeah, we're selling pretty good right now. <clears throat> That's pretty cool. Mm. I've started working on, uh, like, designing some T-shirts and hoodies that, like, okay. say meditation and, like, different things. I'm going to send you a link of, like, it's a website that uh, the company is in UK. Mm. They they do, like, they print on-demand T-shirts. Like, it's a renewable energy um factory and like it's the t-shirts and the hoodies are all cotton like they're mm. they're seems good stuff cool so once and, someone orders it then it will be printed yeah 
Yeah, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, that's. I think it's uh, like the usual way to go with that. Yeah, I think it's the best because it doesn't cost me or like you know or yeah. them. Yeah, it's it's mostly for like I w- I want to wear something that says meditation on it or like mm. some things like that, and then if someone buys it, then they buy it. But yeah, yeah. because it's on demand, it doesn't cost me anything. I just yeah. design different things, and that's it. That's cool. It's basically, system. wearing wearing clothes that you design yourself. Yeah, I'm gonna send you the link to that because the website that I did right now is is like under a password because I'm not finished. But I'll send you the password so you can look at the the designs that I made so far. So you even have to design the page or just no 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 it's like no it's like drag and drop kind of thing you okay. know so they give you a website and then you can you can just design the t-shirts and the oh, hoodies cool. and um, yeah I'm just using letters now for, because because there's a thing with like copyright you need a design that's been if it's um, like done digitally by someone then you need like a license from them that you're like a commercial license that you're willing, like you pay them a certain amount of money. I checked on Fiverr. Do you know Fiverr? The mm-hmm. app, like people, yeah. So some people sell those like designs for like $50 and like, like very good artists. So I can pay $50 to someone who's, who'll design a t-shirt that the way I want it. Mm-hmm. And then okay. it's a commercial license too. So I can reprint and resell those t-shirts. Oh, cool. Yeah. Do you, don't I you know anyone uh, who would do it like from your friends or something? I have some people, but it's just in general. Like, if you want, I looked on Fiverr just to see what kind of artists are there, and some people are really good. Like, mm. I don't like. I have some friends that are, are decent, but <laughs> but it would be like interesting to do. Like, some people are such good artists; they can yeah. put such a good twist on 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 your idea of how you want it, the T-shirt to be. And I just wanted to know the prices of what it would cost. Mm. So yeah, some people could do like 50, 60, 70 kind of for a commercial license. Like that. It's pretty cool. And do you get just one design or can they do like variations in size and colors like, and stuff? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. It, there's some, some do variations. So like they give you like five different options to, like, mm. a, to choose from at the end. And everyone works differently. You just kind of have to talk to them. But it's, it's definitely an option to, to get a good design like that. Yeah, what we did in our company also, we have someone who's uh, doing the, um, yeah, he's basically uh, sourcing products that are good for us uh, to sell. And mm-hmm. he got the idea to sell like, uh, um, what is it called? Like, um, like bonus cards, but for sex. So, oh, as, a, so as a gift. So yeah, you just. Have... The, our, our whole podcast is about sex and porn. Yeah, basically, like <laughs> I'm tying it together now, so we have a good ending. Um... <laughs> good ending, yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, yes. So finish well, Admin. Yeah. Finish this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to finish it quick. Um, so um, yeah, we didn't overcome the dirty mind. Yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah, he did it over Fiverr, and it's pretty cool so you have guys from india or something that paint that stuff for you and uh you can discuss it see if you like it or not and yeah um yeah you just have such a such a wide variety of options exactly exactly yeah all right okay nice ending happy ending nice ending yep happy ending (laughs) (laughs) always glad to talk to you yeah all right like imagine like after this virus and everything when we're gonna physically meet in Germany or in Canada, 
this that cool. meeting is going to be epic yeah with maybe. ice baths with meditations exactly maybe exactly. with porn <laughs> maybe with porn. <laughs> all right okay see you man see you bye good talk bye